world is so much stranger, so much darker, so much madder, and so much better. I'm Shelby. I'm Colin. I'm Kelsey. And tonight we're going to be diving into Love and Monsters, which is about love and about monsters. Yes, whether you love this episode or just think it's monstrous, we're certainly going to get into it today. Absolutely. And let me just say, it's got a very odd and unusual uh, start to this episode, just because we've got a narration from a person on Earth that has absolutely nothing to do with the doctor until we find out that he does later on in the episode. Hey, yes. I mean, even he introduces it in a confusing way. You know, he thinks he's presenting it greatly, you know, in this narration of his own webcast video or whatever this medium is. Um, But really, he he starts in kind of at the middle and then goes back to the beginning um, in a way that's not super clear. And after a segue of, you know, telling us about his personal interests and what orchestras he likes. Um, and also reiterating that his name is Elton after that's been well established in the first scene or so. Yeah, it was definitely um, unusual, and I don't mind the the concept of having the storytelling, you know, be done in this way. But you it's know. like Weeping Angel, isn't it? It is, and that one was done really well. That's the um, episode Blink in season three, um, and that's the same sort of thing. The Doctor's hardly in it. It's you know, the main character is someone who we only ever see in that episode and, you know, moving along investigating stuff. But this one was definitely, it was definitely improved upon when Blink comes around. <laughs> I, I will say that um, one of the gems of this episode is Jackie Tyler. Oh, herself. absolutely. Jackie's scenes are priceless. The humor that they had in this actually had me laughing out loud. But her trying to come on to um, Elton throughout the the whole middle of the episode, and him trying to, and him actually going through the list of everything that Victor Kennedy gave him to to actually woo her over, and she ends up doing it all for him. I just thought that was just oh, yeah, that's that great. Like it made it made me just feel like the you know Cougar Town Doctor Who is like my favorite version of Doctor Who now. <laughs> You know, some people might thought that was just, like, cringy. I thought it was comedic stroke of luck. And, you know, I, I like a, I really like the view that it happened, too. Like, I think the webcasting kind of medium got better over time throughout the episode. Like, I warmed up to it a little bit more. But yeah, a, a lot of what I liked about this episode was just seeing the layman's perspective. Yeah. You know, seeing the doctor as just this, this figure that's out there and getting the view of the average person who's seen, you know, mannequins come to life, a couple of alien invasions... And, you know, had to fall off a uh, shadow creature, you know, with the doctor swirling around it, too. I thought that was a really nice and interesting perspective. It was, but it's not the first time we've seen that perspective, either. Just last season, and 
the one with where you know the mannequins come to life as the the autons and attack and everything in in the episode Rose we have Rose interacting with you know people who have these blogs about the doctor and this guy who studied him and you know is not in no way involved with them other than being interested yeah it's been hinted at but this made it a lot more central well you know, it, it also lot- brings to a head kind of like the fact that the doctor kind of has chaotic things happen. Like when he leaves, he kind of leaves a little bit of destruction in his wake and he doesn't always care about what happens to the little people. So it's all these little people who get left behind dealing with the consequences of his actions. And sometimes it's just a fun mystery and then like a conspiracy theory, but sometimes, you know, somebody dies or, you know, mom gets left behind all by herself and her daughter never calls home or, you know, like things happen that are not necessarily great for the people that get left behind. Yeah, and for the series, it might be like a really minor part of, you know, the overall plot or what's happening, but that little insight into the Doctor's world and what he deals with changes people's lives to the point that they're grouping together and they're forming their own underground jam bands and baking circles, you know, surrounded surrounded by the Doctor. Yeah. And Linda. But there were some things that were problematic with this episode. For example... Although he did improve as the episode progressed, Elton was not the best actor. And I felt like that was sort of a running theme in a lot of it. It was, I mean, it was interesting to see this sort of layman thing, but the episode itself was a little bit boring, like not a whole lot of stuff happened in it. And then with Victor Kennedy, he was a little bit overblown. And then the actual, you know, alien that he ended up being was, you know, created by children and it showed. Oh, really? It definitely shows. I feel like he and had probably the I worst think, acting. His, yeah, his acting was pretty atrocious as well. Yeah. I, I thought Peter Peter Kay was the actor who played Victor Kennedy, and I think as Victor Kennedy, in my opinion, he did far far better because he was more mysterious. And then as soon as he changed over, it was like night and day, and I just was like, he, it was almost like too over the top for me. And in my opinion, he became the worst villain and the worst creature or alien since the Murka in Warriors of the Deep and probably the worst since the Sladeen <laughs> who they did have a throwback of like oh yeah you must be related to Sladeen well, there is a little bit of resemblance there <laughs> I mean when I saw the hands that's what I thought I was like oh no it's a Sladeen they're back yeah and I just thought of like you know horrible like people dressed up in suits paying passed off as alien monsters you know kind of a riff it's not a I don't know maybe I'm, I'm used to my 2020 palette of you know CGI and representation but I was you know I would have preferred if they just kept you know Victor Kennedy in his human form and maybe you know Under put on a jacket. dark cloak or you know some red eyes or something yeah yeah. And it it really didn't make a whole lot of sense the you know whole absorbing people and then them being able to like pull on you bracing their weight against nothing and you know stuff like that and then the whole thing with Ursula be like the doctor bringing her back as a face in a block of concrete First of all, didn't make sense, and second of all, it was extremely disturbing and horrifying. And why would he even do that? Just let her 
drift away. Uh, in her defense, it sounds like she's living a good life, um, and and her and Elton have a good relationship. Probably before you know she was a block of concrete. I mean, who knows what that says about Elton? Um, but you know, I, I think they explained that well enough. Yeah, you know that they they put minor nods into that. I was okay with it, but it just sort I, of like didn't felt- need to be there and was confusing. Yeah, I think the I think the whole Ursula being saved thing should have been completely skipped. I agree. I think I think that it would have been a far more touching story if the Doctor um, either had if if Ursula had been saved in some way, or or if they had just completely removed the Absorbaloff completely from this entire episode, and just had a nice light-hearted Doctor light episode. I would have been happy with that too. Or she even said goodbye, like, as she was drifting away. I was like, goodbye, and, like, that could have been it. This ep- The end of this yeah. episode reminded me of the, of the end of Lord of the Rings, where you kept thinking it was over, and then they had another scene and another ending, and it was like, just <laughs> end already. Yeah. I, I think it might have been better if, you know, Victor was not an alien at all. He was some disgruntled previous Torchwood employee trying to, you know, get back on top. I, I think you could have kept it that way, and it would have had a, a nice ending. I, I think what you're alluding to as well, you know, in, in terms of, you know, whether to save Ursula or, or the whole gang, the, the whole ending was kind of weird, too, because they, they come in, and the TARDIS just appears, of course. You know, I, I saw we saw that coming. I think most people saw that coming, you know, in that tense moment, um, so close to the wire. But as they come in, Rose comes out and is like, uh, really, you're badgering my mother? Like, what's going on here? It's like, he just lost Ursula and all the people closest to him. You know, it seemed like a, a mixed mash of emotive feel to me. Well, I don't know. I actually thought that that part made sense that, and was a little bit amusing because the, you know... It made sense. Rose, Rose was upset. So the doctor just took, like, one was like, where's this Elton guy so she can go tell him off? And then they just have to be there when something else is I happening. get it. I just feel like it, it distracts from, like, you know, the sorrow of the yeah. moment. Yeah, you know, he just lost over. everyone here. And then, you know, he's he's the guilty one. It's not this, you know, clear alien creature who's just absorbed all these innocent people. Well, and I was thinking what I thought would be a good ending, a better ending in my opinion is if the doctor never showed up and like rose's mom comes in and saves the day or something like that that would have been a cool ending like the doctor just never appears and like these people save themselves instead of the doctor always having to kind of come and like yeah that would be good or well ursula was also a very strong character and i actually thought she was i mean uh, obviously the actress was in harry potter is moaning myrtle yeah as everyone probably knows but she um and fun fact, she was about 40 years old when she actually did this role. Um, but I just, I don't know. I I think she would, it, it would have been cool if she actually was the one to end it herself. Because yeah. I, she was already sticking up for Elton in the past. It would have made sense for her to stick up for Elton again. Whether it's a sacrifice or, or just she ends up winning the day. Well, she, and she kind too. of did. Well, she tried to. I mean, she tried to get him to run. I mean, I guess Elton and her are the ones that defeat the monster because she, like, starts kind of... It would almost have been better if, if, like, that cane thing hadn't been a thing and, like, the people inside of him had just, like, ripped him 
and part and he exploded. Like, I think that would have been... Yeah. Except for that that whole thing didn't make any sense. The whole being able to pull from inside. Well, it made more sense than, like, this cane just suddenly, oh, yeah, by the way, that cane is what held him together. I think you guys are, like, losing, like, the, you know, the thing here. Like, this alien's absorbing people. How does that happen? You know, of course there's something weird, something biologically out of the norm. These things still have consciousnesses and faces. You know, who knows what musculatory systems they have you know, power over in terms of this in this body too. I, I think they could pull their push or whatever in different directions, do some self sabotage. I don't think that's a huge leap of imagination. What I think they should have done if they were gonna do this whole absorbing thing is they should have had him be more like a single cellular organism, but a really large one. Maybe he was. Or they could have had Elton like be like, fine, take me. And then it was like one person too many and he couldn't do it. And so he has to release everybody. I, think, I don't know. There are many ways they could have just not had this be such a yeah, terrible I mean, I, I, I like Colin's idea the best, actually. The whole thing about the tor- like him being just a disgruntled old te- Torchwood employee. Because then that also would have taken away the whole overacting of the uh, oh no don't touch me thing and then like his weird like about to hit Elton in the face of the cane and you know all that kind of overblown stuff that was not acted well and it also you know it, uh, it will absorb also you know the plot point of how he has all this torchwood information that was kind of skipped over in this episode but yeah I, I think there are you know, it's always a shame when you can imagine a potential, you know, better ending than the authors did. And I think even if Elton was just the one to take him down by himself, you know, that would have, you know, been a big leap in character for him. I feel sorry for Mr. Skinner and Bridget and yeah. the other girl, and too. And Bliss, especially. I mean, she got a real short end of the stick there. <laughs> Literally. The rear end of the stick, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and I didn't think there was much of a like reason why when they defeated the monster, the people could have all just been freed. Like, I just felt like it was kind of mean to be like, "Oh yeah, no, they all died, and now the girls like stuck in this weird piece of concrete." Like, just don't have them come back then. <laughs> yeah, it'd be pretty horrifying if it wasn't like, "Oh, I'm actually very happy with this, and you wouldn't know it, but my life is super satisfying right now as this concrete block." Sincerely, yeah. Ursula. I do like how Elton um, sees the effect that everything has on Jackie. And that is what changes him, his mind to not pursue the, uh, the Doctor and Rose anymore. He wants to kind of preserve their, their kind of privacy, I guess you might say. And that, again, I agree that the the scene at the end then becomes again very out of place and mistimed. Well, I almost um, thought that he wasn't not pursuing it to protect Rose's mom and Rose. It was more because he saw what happened to people's lives when they are two in with the doctor, and it was kind of like, well, I want to have a life. I don't want to spend my whole life waiting by a phone or like following some madman around the universe, like. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a, okay, like I'm going to live my life instead. And, yeah, I mean, when, I will say, I did, I like, we were talking earlier about how Jackie came off pretty well in this episode. And I was trying to think, like, I guess the last time I at least saw her in an episode a lot was when it was the alternate Earth, and she was kind of terrible. So it was nice to see her, like, as a good guy again. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's it's nice to see growth in all in all the characters across the board. There, and it makes me wonder, you know, too, you know, uh, as Elton is taking the role of Mickey here, and, you know, <laughs> being a house fixer, you know, how much Jackie and Mickey's relationship might have evolved, and maybe it went too far, and he had to go to a whole other universe, you know, <laughs> just to cover that up. I don't know. Speculation, probably. Yes, it is, but dare to dream. Yeah, she does never seem to uh, turn off her flirting, does she? <laughs> Not super subtle in, in her nature there. Oh, that thing with the wine, that was pretty funny. Where he was just like, oh, it's just a spot, and then she dumps her whole glass of wine on him. <laughs> I, I laughed out loud for that one. Yeah, that was a good moment. I, I caught an Easter egg in this episode. I wonder if you did too on, on the other end. Um, when he we saw him at the end as a young boy kind of fading out with his mother... If you check the scarf he's wearing, it looks a lot like a scarf of a doctor of our past that we might have seen before. It's not, but it's a lot of the same colors. It's so (laughs) similar. Because the stripes were all the same size and they were small. Looked like a huge scarf. I really think that they were trying or it's just like, you know, how does that happen just by chance? I mean, it was definitely similar for sure. Well, maybe the audience can decide. All right. Well, maybe we should rate this thing. All right. You should rate first. I can go first, I guess. Wayo, mixing it up. Uh, yeah. Um, I thought this episode was, like, okay. It wasn't great. I probably won't watch it again. Um, but I didn't, like, hate it as I was watching it. There were some, like, funny moments. I thought the ending was pretty terrible. I thought the acting wasn't that great either. Um, But it it was also kind of a nice break from the seriousness of a lot of the Doctor's episodes this season. So I can see why they threw it in there as kind of like a filler episode. Um, So if you see it in, like, the grand scheme of things, like, okay, it makes sense. Um... Yeah, I I liked Jackie a lot in this episode, and she was kind of like the bright light in this not-so-great episode. <laughs> so I'm going to rate this a 5. 5 out of 10. All right. Well, I was pleasantly surprised for this episode. You know, spoiler, potentially, I, I don't know, but um, I have heard that this is one of the less-liked Doctor Who episodes out of the whole series. Um But I enjoyed this. Maybe coming into low expectations is just what you need for this type of episode. But this was fun. It was pretty lighthearted. I actually got attached to Elton at the end of things, you know, and his story going going through his life, his intersections with a doctor. As I've alluded to before, I really like the layman's perspective that we have here. We see Jackie really defending her daughter and the doctor because that is important to her to her daughter. I loved, you know, uh, just Jackie's whole involvement in this episode, honestly, um, riffing off with Elton, you know, not Sir Elton, but Layman Elton here from this episode. Um, it was a good mix of things. I think things could have done, been done better to make it a really solid episode overall, but I was pleased at the end of the day. I, I thought it was fun. Um, I thought it was interesting and just loved the different view and kind of the switch up, the focus, and honestly, a different feel than a lot of other Doctor Who episodes have. For me, this is getting a fairly solid 7 out of 10. Wow. 
Well, just to surprise you again, I'm going to go next. Okay. Um, because Whoa. I feel like this is one of those episodes where you do actually kind of like Elton. He's a likable, kind of pure kind of guy. Um, and his little group is actually kind of likable, too. Um, it's a parody of a Doctor Who fandom, though. And I think that's kind of one of the criticisms that this episode has always had. Um, I, that's what I thought when I first watched it back in the day. But for me, the letdown of this episode is the ending. The ending is by far the worst ending for most Doctor Who stories I've ever seen. And so you've got this, you do have some intriguing characters. You've got Jackie, and that's a great part of it. But with with the things that bring this episode down, I'm actually putting this at a 3.5 out of 10. All right. Um, so... I actually uh, have to disagree with uh, Colin on the character things. Oh. I thought that the um, while I did grow to like Elton reasonably, and I thought that um, I forget her name, the older woman who was in the group, Bridget. Uh, Bridget. I thought she had the most compelling backstory, although it was never introduced. They could have done some really tender moments about her daughter, and you know maybe her daughter comes and finds her at the very end when she's you know just a face in a horror body or something, but they didn't touch on any of that. Let's not make this her personal story. Well, that's actually what I was leading up to, is that for a story that's character-based and not in any way plot-based, it, it didn't... It, the characters weren't compelling enough. I thought that, you know, for if it was an episode that was all about the plot and just kind of had the characters there to drive the plot along, then the amount of character development and attachment I got to them was on the positive side, but for one that's focused on the characters, I just felt like I should have cared about them more. Um, I thought that Jackie was the absolute saving grace this episode. I thought that she was phenomenal and really shown here. Um, I thought that, frankly, you know, the, the parallels towards, you know, the Doctor Who fandom, it was a little bit insulting the way they portrayed it. <laughs> uh, and I, I thought that really it, not a lot happened in this episode, and the things that did happen were largely mistakes. They should not have been done that way, like the ending, like Absorbaloff, like everything to do with the whole Victor Kennedy's like character and the way it was acted and all that. Like, And then, you know, everything else in it was just kind of dull. I mean, it was fine. It just wasn't gripping at all. Um, but because of Jackie, I'm going to bump this up a little bit, and I'm going to give this episode a three. Wow. Bump it up a little bit. From zero, you mean, right? Yeah, well, from one. I wouldn't have given it a zero, but... Well, I think I'm, I think I'm outvoted here pretty sufficiently, but it just as a question. What, what do you guys think was insulting about the Doctor Who fandom that was alluded to here? I, I did not pick up on any yeah, of that. Yeah, me either. Yeah, well, it seemed like realistic people who had had their lives in, influenced by, you know, the Doctor's presence. I don't think it was... I, I didn't find it to be insulting. Yeah, maybe insulting was the wrong word. But but I, I think I think a lot of people are critical of the fact that it seemed to be a parody of a Doctor Who fan. I mean, you take a, a geeky group of people and put them together and have the bake-off, have a little bake-off and, and jam sessions and stuff like that. And they're kind of isolated underground. They're not like... It's not it's like more a group awesome that everybody wants to join. Me, but. Uh, and... To a degree, that is kind. 
for Doctor Who during the time that it was off the air, that's kind of how fans became. Was that it was a, more of a behind the scenes kind of thing. People didn't know of Doctor Who as much at that point in time. So I, there was some reality in that. But um, I, I guess I understand kind of what Shelby was trying to say. They're incompetent. I don't think that they are, though. I think that they're just like this topic brought them together and then through it they became actually friends. So I, I didn't think it was insulting at all. I feel like that's how any like nerdy obsession kind of be, turns into like I don't know. Oh, okay, that's fair. Yeah, uh, I, I retract my comment. They, it seems like they should be more competent than all those people walking around on the streets who never got to the heart or any insight into all these major world events happening around them. I think another problem that, that a lot of fans had with this was that it was so funny and lighthearted and and it, and it became extraordinarily dark at the end to the point where it really, it kind of took away from the ideas of the beginning of the episode. I mean, you've got, you've got Elton's mom dying. You've got everybody else around him dying, pretty much, except for Ursula. And Ursula becoming a slate of concrete. So it just... <laughs> I mean, there yeah. really isn't any redeeming qualities in all that happened to Elton. He, so You're right. From a pro- plot perspective, you know, I probably should have rated this a lot lower, but for some reason I found it to be one of the most hilarious episodes of Doctor Who, and <laughs> I, I just liked the more lighthearted nature of it. You know, there wasn't this, you know, oppressive seriousness that usually is portrayed by Doctor Who where I need to feel like I'm really invested into what's going on before I have any idea what's going on. I don't know. I liked it. I didn't hate it. But again, like, I wouldn't... Nest- if it was on TV, I'd probably change the channel, now that I've already seen it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I might too. But- I, I, I might too, and that's honestly really saying something, because I pretty much just watch any Doctor Who. Almost. Well, I, I, I'll, I'll admit I'm, I'm with Shelby. Uh, I kind of have to watch a Doctor Who episode no matter how bad it is. <laughs> I usually find something good in every Doctor Who story. Even so though, Jackie Tyler what was, was it? Paradise Towers or whatever? Yeah. <laughs> okay, the one thing in Paradise Towers that I found that was good was... Um, the old lady? Uh, the very opening scene was pretty dark and gloomy, and, and, and it set it up pretty well, and then everything else fell flat, so... Oh, well. I just loved the acting in it. It was so good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you can stop there, Shelby. <laughs> should, we, should we stop all of this here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. That's all, folks. All right, email us at thehoovianreview at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Have a good night, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.